0: Came down here to brood over my failure to predict the Greyjoy attack. You're making it
1: difficult. You look a lot better brooding than I do. You make me feel like I'm failing at brooding over failure.
0: How do I convince people who don't know me that an enemy they don't believe in is coming to kill them all? Good question. I know it's a good question. I'm looking for an answer.
1: People's minds aren't made for problems that large. White walkers, the Night King, army of the dead. It's almost a relief to confront a comfortable, familiar monster like my sister. Ah! To the kicking and streaming podcast, where we shred illicit documents and we learn how to get rich like cousin Greg. <laughs> Kevin is chopping it up. Kevin, Kevin is chopping, chopping it, it up. up. I am Johnny Lake, and this is Kevin Hill, and uh, we we're your chopping it up. <laughs> and we're chopping it up. Um, um, not much of a TV talk today, but uh, <laughs> I would like to just insert right into the beginning of the episode. Not there.
0: much of a TV talk. We're going to discuss the. two of
1: the huge emmy sub you know categories okay that's that's true true. (laughs) i just wanted to insert right at the beginning of the show that uh kevin and i both are in love with the show succession now coming to the end of its first season yeah um it's awesome it'll be in next year's emmys for sure
0: uh i hope so do you think i'm a little worried that yeah i'm a little worried that it came out in the summer it's gonna cause it to uh you know, sort of fade from memory. Fade from memory, yeah. But I mean, Game of Thrones came out last summer, and it's uh, it's in the drama category, and it's in a lot of acting categories. So. Well, we'll talk about that, but I think yeah. that
1: might be sort of like I have instincts that that's kind of like a legacy sort of thing. Like, just Game of Thrones just kind of has to be in. That's yeah, you know, in every year. That's very good observation. But we'll get to the Emmys talk. Uh, for now, we want to go back, back, back to our last episode where we watched a. Goofy, um, Sam Raimi kind of uh, superhero flick. Dark mm-hmm.
0: Man. Dark Man. Dark Man! There was no little kid ever saying Dark Man. And in fact, I don't think they even said Dark Man or Liam Neeson said, no, I am Dark Man until the end. Once. Yeah. It was yeah. all the way at the end of the movie. I totally forgot about that. And like it was in voiceover. Me. So, like, no one heard yeah. him say it. Yeah. So, technically, still in his mind, he's, he's just the only one. He's still just a guy. He's the only one who's Darkman, actually. Yeah. Nobody knows.
1: H- how are people going to find out? Like, is he going to walk around telling people, like, oh, I'm Darkman? Or, like, oh, you hear about Darkman? And they're like, yeah. who is that? And he's like, oh, that, you know, that, the one that can change the way he looks. <laughs> Seems a little obvious to me, yeah. doesn't it?
0: I liked how um, they, the bad guys would, like, say Liam Neeson's character's name, and I wouldn't know who they were talking about. They'd be like, that scientist guy? I don't even remember. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He's dead. And it's just like, who's dead? His friend? Ah, you didn't
1: quite get him, though. What yeah. was the guy's
0: name? Durant? Durant, yeah. He was probably my favorite character in the movie. He, Yeah, he was probably the most interesting. He, he had an interesting face, that's for sure. Yeah, right the
1: second he showed up on screen, he owned the weirdness factor mm-hmm. of the whole
0: thing. He looked like he should be in a Sam Raimi movie. He was probably, I, I
1: think for me as well, he was probably the most kind of surprising and fun uh, aspects of the flick, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you have any kind of favorite moments or moments that lingered with you, Kevin?
0: Um, Honestly, I listened to our watch of it Mm -hmm. uh, and I have to say it was a lot more like we are a lot more active and goofier than I thought we were. I thought, like, because you fell asleep at one point. Right at the end. Yeah, right at the end. (laughs) It's basically, yeah, about, like, 89 minutes into it. We've got seven left and you conk out. Yeah. Nice one. It was for, like, 15 seconds, honestly. But it's just... I I don't know whether it's our generation thing that doesn't find superhero movies that are super campy. And... Because I feel like they were trying in, like, the 80s and 90s to try to emulate comic strips and comic books onto the screen. And that's what, like, superhero movies were. And yet that's not what it's like for our generation. Our generation, we want distinct style and distinct cinematography and direction. We don't want it to try to emulate a comic book. I don't know what you think about that. No, I
1: feel like the that sort of... It's not slapstick, but it's just, like, very... Uh, goofy looking physical humor sometimes Mm -hmm. accidental humor that you sometimes see in those like like 70s 80s and like early 90s superhero movies Ooh, popular guy
0: oh yes um
1: like that is just looked at as like laughable and comical now because we have these crazy franchises that we're able to just make so much money and have so much better effects and everything. I think kind of gets more consolidated. Yeah. And you just have these, uh, you know, in- intellectual properties just bought up by certain studios and corporations. I mean, it makes you get, it it gives us cool stuff like uh, the Avengers and the whole Marvel yeah universe. But uh, it kind of slims the silos in which the superheroes fall. I guess.
0: Yeah, that's true for sure. Definitely. But, like, uh, were you wanting w- more weirdness from Darkman? Uh, were no, you weirded not. out? I don't
1: think... I think there was... I was plenty weirded out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't need any more confusion or, like, kind of super close, fa- like, uh, close-ups on somebody's face making, like, a weird kind of expression.
0: Like, Interesting. Yeah. See, I, I... I kind of felt like it didn't do that enough. I was kind of like, if we're gonna do this weird, if we're gonna do this wacky, you know, let's go all the way with this, baby. Let's okay, make it so, all weird. So
1: I'm gonna take this and segue it perfectly into what I, I, I would call my favorite moment, favorite scene, one we've talked about. Okay, the one we I used can guess in the it. Intro. It's it's the pink elephant scene. I'd
0: like a pink elephant for my girlfriend, please.
1: <laughs> you stepped over the line, buddy. It's like actually no, I was standing over here behind the line <laughs> with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and the 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 things that happened on the screen for for anyone who wasn't watching along and just yeah. might have listened to us comment about the movie, you should go back and actually watch it because visually the movie is a, a a weird entity. Yeah. And this was one of those moments where the screen like like uh, lightning depart and like. It was like a really cool high school like uh, Photoshop or like um, video file kind of animation stuff. Yeah, and, and with like Liam Neeson's face like getting red and and and, and pissed. The off.
0: fact that you're watching like the dude who played Oscar Schindler go like, take it, take the fucking elephant, <laughs> like, in being part face of this role. Yeah, it's it's so and apparently I. I did a little research after into this and uh, Liam Neeson like has no regrets about doing this film. He says he like was so excited when he initially got the part and like looks back on the movie fondly. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him indeed. But, but that's the thing. Because that scene came out of nowhere, I felt like I was like I wanted more of that throughout the film. And you know you can't just th- throw that in there. You know. You can't just put a tiny bit of Vodka and the vodka soda, then it's just soda,
1: you know. I mean, if you're gonna have a vodka soda, you might as well have a good bit of vodka in that. Yeah, soda. It,
0: it should be. You're not drinking a high-class drink. It shouldn't be ninety-five percent soda, five yeah. percent vodka. It should be seventy percent vodka, thirty percent soda. Wow.
1: to each their own within the twenty-five percent to seventy.
0: Hey, if I'm gonna spend seven dollars for a vodka soda, <laughs> I want it to be seventy percent vodka. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Um,
1: any final thoughts? Uh, who do you think would be would have been this the the man off the bench, the sixth man of the year in this movie? Um, probably Durant, right? Yeah, but is, but he's is still he is like, he is a, he a, a sixth character? Supporting actor. He's. I don't know if he's even a sixth character. Maybe it's what's the corporate guy's name?
0: No, not the corporate guy. He was so forgettable. I was kind of like, oh wait, yeah, this right. is the guy. Dark man is battling at the end also uh if i if we ever make a superhero movie together Mm -hmm. can we (laughs) that got your attention i'm in uh can we make sure that there's never a scene that happens at scaffolding or (laughs) you don't like scaffolding it's just like i'm sick and tired of these showdowns happening at like constructed build like under construction buildings. That's true. And, like, big office towers that are only 25% done. Is overdone, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole movie of,
1: like, Die Hard, and Die Hard's a classic, so... Yeah. I don't know.
0: But it... it, Maybe it's played out. It always happens. Okay, fair enough. Every superhero movie. Uh, Doing my research, I did find it kind of funny, sad for the person, but kind of funny when you read it, uh, that the editor of this movie apparently didn't really understand Sam Raimi... And didn't really understand superhero movies and didn't understand how to edit this movie that they had a nervous breakdown (laughs) after eight weeks that's so sad it's pretty sad (laughs) it's also I don't know it means the production
1: of this movie was probably not the smoothest thing
0: but imagine just seeing like it's 1990 you know, like you're used to like just 80s, like blase movies, and you're getting these dailies coming in of Dark Man, and you're just like, what the? What? Wait, what? He's f- f- flying from a helicopter? Wait, what? What? The, the bullets are whizzing by? What? I'd like a pink elephant for my girl? What? And just being like. Take the fucking elephant. Yeah. Just be. Imagine just being like. What am I supposed to do with this?
1: Oh, hey, by the way, um, is the fucking elephant is that close to um <laughs> put the fucking lotion
0: in the park? It's pretty close, right? I mean, same same year, same you know. It, so wow, it's, so it was the it's same gotta year, be. Right. It's gotta be in there for sure. That's definitely. It's it um, the lotion on its skin. That's something. That's something though. That clip I showed to my coworkers and like no context, still hilarious. That pink elephant scene oh yeah it's great
1: we, what like visually what happens in the screen is um, trippy and, mm-hmm. and jarring and then what is said between the characters <laughs> is <laughs> even funnier and more jarring
0: yeah for sure
1: um, any final thoughts on on um, Darkman any commendations what do you think we haven't talked about Frances McDormand's character at all.
0: Yeah, she didn't really somewhat have much. Some forgettable, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she apparently had a big problem with that on set.
1: Oh. Yeah. That her character wasn't getting the respect yeah. it deserved? Yeah. That's too bad.
0: Yeah, apparently she's like, I don't want to be a damsel in distress. And, you know, the superhero movie is like, uh, 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 oh boy, yeah. what do we do with our uh, female love interest? uh, uh, uh. So yeah, they had to deal with that problem. <laughs> um anything like anything that stayed with you like other than of course our favorite carnival pink elephant scene. Any like weirdness or oddies that you laughed at or just the, the apartment exploding? <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of would i would rewatched that scene again. I would as well. <laughs> yeah when they're beating up Liam Neeson and just taking forever <laughs> the actual explosion itself though man is is really is is some of the good shit? His body flying into
1: His the water. His body just just flying past the camera, like on a, on a on a bird's eye view.
0: It looks like four people were landing yeah. in the water. It looks like four people were holding Liam Neeson and swinging him back and forth and being like one, two, three, and then they threw him. And Sam Raimi was filming him. Yeah, fall into the water. <laughs> oh. What what else
1: do we have to say? Should we uh should we move on from Darkman? Say thank you to Sam Raimi, what up to Ted Raimi was his name?
0: Uh Ted Raimi's the brother who plays yeah. the uh guy whose head he sticks out of a uh what was that? A sewer drain? Oh yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, it gets it gets pushed up out of a yeah. sewer grate and then decapitated by a car.
0: Yeah. It's a good way to go. It is a good way to go. Apparently there's like this um his character the Ted Raimi character and the Durant character apparently like they were considered like one of those things where they're like some people think there was a gay relationship between the two of them because they liked like they seemed to get a, they seem to like, like each other and there's a scene where Durant, Durant's like do you want a martini and the guy's like yeah I'd love one <laughs> and people are like oh they were having sex <laughs> and it's like mm, I don't know well it's a 95 minute movie, and none of the characters are really fleshed out that well. So it's hard to try to find some LGBTQ-ness in a yeah. 1990s dark man.
1: <laughs> Although I do respect the effort.
0: Yeah, you gotta always respect the effort. Could
1: have been there, but I don't think there's enough to go with. Yeah. On the on the character side,
0: that's the one weird thing is, I would I, I wish this movie was kind of lo- was longer. I wish I kind of knew or cared about Liam Neeson or Frances McDormand or why evil developer is truly evil developer if i had started
1: to care about them mm-hmm. though at any point in the movie i would have wanted it to be longer but i think it was the perfect length that it was because of mm-hmm. the fact that it just never really told us why to care
0: <laughs> it was just like let's just like, get through let's this
1: just jump into it uh, liam neeson's a scientist mm-hmm.
0: whatever Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh will you will you ever on this podcast make the announcement now, will you ever watch either of the two Darkman sequels?
1: I'm thinking probably not.
0: Okay. Well then it's decided folks we are never doing the Darkman sequels unless there's a huge demand for us to do the Darkman sequels.
1: If if Dino reaches out to me personally <laughs> over email mm-hmm. and and requests us to watch one or two more of them, I would consider it.
0: I like that the th- uh, like the title of the third one. Do you want to hear the title of the third one?
1: <laughs> I remember it, but, but say it. Oh
0: yeah, Dark Man Three, Die, Dark Man Die. <laughs> 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 they definitely just saw like the titles of like you know, Die like James die Bond day. and like uh, Die Hard, and they're like, let's put two dies on there. <laughs> Dark Man. Die, Dark Man, die.
1: So it actually does start with Darkman. Man. It says colon, Darkman
0: Three, Die, Dark Man, die. <laughs> and Darkman Two is the return of Durant, who I was pretty sure exploded in the helicopter. I had thought so
1: as well. Correct. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's his
0: son. <laughs> who knows? He doesn't have any children. Don't you remember? That's how. Um, Evil developer knew Darkman was wearing Durant's skin. Because he's like, you don't have any kids. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's actually a good little wrinkle. Yeah.
0: I like that. You don't have any kids. You got plenty of fingers in that box of yours. But you don't have any kids.
1: Oh, yeah. That was a real weird thing he did.
0: Okay. One last thing about Darkman. Yeah. Liam Neeson, when he was in the skins, never like tried to act.
1: No, he he, he was like <laughs> stonewalled. He just, he just went. He, he just went limp. He
0: was so awkward. Yeah. And like, are are Haven't you been planning for this? Like, wasn't your plan to like impersonate people in order to get your revenge? Like, he's not even trying. He's like a he's like someone who's like, I really 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 want to you know. Act and then they get up there like and try to act and they're like, oh, I don't know, this is, this is uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, dude, go out there. Pretend to be the villains. You were like studying them and watching them and shooting them on your Nikon brand new camera. Come on, let's let's try to let's try to, you know, put a little effort into your revenge. Don't stop acting so sheepishly. <laughs> come on, come on, Liam.
1: Yeah. I don't think he ever really like owned the character of Darkman and then by the end of it he was like I am Darkman now and I was like okay cool like what is that though it's <laughs> <laughs> a very appropriate millennial response to this movie <laughs> let's move on to the Emmys let's do this yeah all right, uh, we, we decided so we're gonna do limited series and then drama because we covered comedy and variety last time is that yep. correct
0: yeah, and we're just going to do a uh, limited series uh limited uh I guess limited series TV movie lead actor and lead actress cuz we don't want to just drag on here. We want to get through the drama categories, which yeah. I think we both agree is a lot more exciting. Mm-hmm.
1: So let's start with the the whole shebang. Yeah, let's limited start. series. Outstanding. Limited series. All right, uh number 1, um Genius Picasso. Didn't see it. No, me, I didn't either, but I did see those ads of Antonio Banderas in uh, Grand Central Station, Grand Central Terminal. Did you Oh, know? no, I did not. Godless on
0: Netflix? Which oh, What I, do you think? Uh, hey! Kevin hates this. I don't uh, hate I like it. Godless is just like something that's pretty and shiny. Popcorn, baby. But it's empty on the inside. Exactly. Some things no. are. No. It's like a Russian
1: doll. Mm-hmm. Patrick Melrose from Showtime. Which I watched. You liked this, didn't you? Mm-hmm. The Alienist on TNT.
0: Yes, characters. Are, uh,
1: what's TNT? We know drama. We know drama. Mm-hmm. And The Assassination of Gianni Versace, American Crime Story. Yep. On FX.
0: So I think this is basically between Patrick Melrose and Assassination of Gianni Versace. Uh, y- usually the Emmys love, like, the Ryan Murphy shows. and. Uh-huh. uh but I don't think... I haven't watched this one, but I this is like the sequel series to The People vs. OJ. Yeah, it definitely which is. Which was fantastic, man. That was such a good show. Uh, I don't know if it got the, uh, you know, cr- as much critical pl- praise as People vs. OJ. But uh, I think that's what's probably going to win Dark Horse being Patrick Melrose. Yeah...
1: i I would like to see godless have a chance but it probably doesn't deserve it and um just hearing other you know media sources that i go to and listen to say that gianni versace was a great series i can trust that that'll probably win
0: yeah and they emmys love ryan murphy the creator he's done like 20 different things in the past six years all right, uh, moving to
1: outstanding TV movie. Want mm-hmm. to
0: take, take this one? Sure. We got uh, Fahrenheit Four Five One from HBO, Flint from Lifetime, Paterno on HBO, The Tail HBO, and USS Cal- Callister Black Mirror episode from Netflix.
1: Oh, I like that. Do you want? Do want to hear? USS Callister is in this. Yeah. Do you, you want to hear? the shot.
0: I think it's probably between that and uh, The Tail. Do you want to hear my impression on Michael B. Jordan Fahrenheit four five one? Yeah. I want to burn some books. <laughs> there's a, there's it's, a very bit, visual... it's a little bit with the head You gotta add imagine me doing a head bob and being like, I wanna burn some books. <laughs> Just lifting one shoulder up and one shoulder down. It's a very uh
1: visual impression. It mm-hmm. doesn't come all the way through the <laughs> the podcast medium.
0: Just imagine. I appreciate it. Imagine when Killmonger is walking into the chamber in Black Mirror. He's swaggering. Let's burn some books.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I kind of liked this movie. It wasn't bad. You saw it? I watched it, yeah. And I watched it in our apartment. Oh. Um, Did not see Flint or Paterno or The Tale, but USS Callister was also great. Had a couple, a few actually, really good performances. Mm -hmm. uh, Fun actors. Yeah. and it was a crazy story, and it was
0: fun. Yeah. I saw the tale, and uh, that was fantastic. But it's a really, really, really dark subject matter. Um, and I don't know if that's going to appeal to Emmy, uh, Emmy voters. It's. Do you, you want know, to spoil it? or I mean, it, well, it's not really a spoiler because it's the whole movie. It, it's all about kind of memory. And uh, Laura Dern's in it, and she's fantastic in it. And it's all about kind of – she had like a running coach and uh, this running coach uh, sexually abused her and she always looked at it as a relationship when she was 13 but then like her memory and talking to people and and thinking about it brings up lights that it was more abuse and uh, it's really 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 well done and well written and well acted Uh, but yeah it's a fun black mirror versus a super serious subject matter I saw Paterno as uh, someone who had a lot of family members go to Penn State. And uh, yeah. it was all right. Oh, just okay? It was one of those movies where you're watching it and halfway through you're like,
1: Did he uh, do any Pacino? <laughs> Did it come yeah. out of nowhere?
0: Well, he plays 81 year old Joe Pa. Yeah. So he's kind of just more like the, I don't know. No, I don't know.
1: No. <laughs> what was Jerry
0: doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well because that was the problem with it is you're watching it and halfway through the movie you're like oh shit he's they're not going to give you a definitive answer and it's okay but you're kind of like sometimes when you get these true like stories and you yeah. know how the stories end you kind of wish like come on come on say like Joe Panu say mm-hmm. Joe Panu yeah and, but it just plays the ambiguous card <sighs> alright so uh, that'll be an interesting one to see to see what wins uh,
1: Moving on yeah. to lead actor, lead mm-hmm. order. Okay, so I'll take this one. Uh, Antonio Banderas as Picasso in Picasso. Mm-hmm. John Legend as Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ Superstar Live in Concert. Woo. Benedict Cumberbatch as Patrick Melrose in Patrick Melrose. Mm-hmm. Darren Chris as Andrew Cunanan in The Assassination of Gianni Versace American Crime Story. Jeff Daniels as John O'Neill in The Looming Tower. And Jesse Plemons as Robert Daly in the USS Callister Black Mirror. Jesse Plemons' picture here on the Emmy's website is. He's in a tux, but he's got some really gnarly looking.
0: Yeah, I wonder if that's fair. I wonder if that's like a photo from when he was in Hostiles or something. Like he's got like the dis- disheveled 1890s yeah. rancher look going uh, on. Yeah. Uh,. I think uh, this one's probably a big old coin toss. I really, I, I everyone's kind of really great in their roles. I mean, I really thought Benedict Cumberbatch was superb and Patrick Melrose, but uh, you know, I could see it going to John Legend or I could see it going to Darren Criss or you know Jesse Plemons. And I, I didn't see Jeff Daniels in The Looming Tower, so.
1: Um. I heard that The Looming Tower was great. Uh, that is something that. If I get around to it, I was, I, I'm looking forward to watching. Word, because I've heard good things, and it's about the incompetency of some part of the American government, which is always a good, always good watch.
0: Oh, perfect for you know this time of yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> Who Indeed. would you
1: pick though if you had to pick one you think will win? Um, I don't know if Jesse Plemons' performance in in the USS Callister, from what I saw, was worthy of a best actor. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if Darren Chris won. Mhm. Um I heard really great things about his performance in a show that was already considered great. Um you know, he shines among like bigger stars in that movie, so Um I could also see it going to Benedict Cumberbatch too. Yeah. The, the show is good and he uh he's gets good reviews in it. Oh yeah. All right, um, that's
0: worth checking out. It's only five episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, really good. That's great. Mm-hmm. All right, lead actress. You got it, man. We got Sarah Paulson in American Horror Story: Cult. That is a show that's still going on, apparently. Yeah. Crazy. Michelle Dockery in your favorite show of twenty seventeen, Godless. Not my favorite show of twenty seventeen,
1: <laughs> but a good show nonetheless. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Edie Falco in NBC trying to catch on to the uh, true crime TV show craze wow. and Law and Order: True Crime colon the Menendez brothers colon colon uh, Regina King in seven seconds not sure what that is me neither Jessica
1: Beal J Beal what up our girl love to see it
0: who who back from who, next who we dissed so hard at the beginning of the podcast next career. up Jessica Biel jessica beale is that your choice
1: uh well, oh, i'd love to see it <laughs> i am um, i can't say I, I haven't seen any of these
0: okay if jessica beale wins we have to do something drama. on the pod we have to like take shots and publicly apologize <laughs> to jessica beale
1: Yo, what if michelle dockery wins not uh,
0: that she will no i think the real winner is going to be the last name here laura dern for the tale interesting it's, it's a really powerful performance uh yeah but uh, if Jessica Biel wins, I guess, uh, what are will, we going to do? Take shots? We will apologize. I
1: don't know if I want to take shots. But we should just do, like, 15 minutes on Jessica Biel's career. <laughs> <I
0: think. laughs> Which we spent 15 minutes dissing I, in an earlier homage. episode. Yeah, but this time we would yeah.
1: spend 15 minutes lifting it up.
0: Oh, I'm going to need a beer for that if we have to spend 15 yeah, we'll, minutes we'll, we'll ta- praising her career. We'll
1: pour maybe one or two out for Jessica Biel, and then yeah. we'll have a couple ourselves.
0: Okay. So if Jessica Biel wins... We're, we'll do that then. We'll I, praise her. I agree. I really hope she loses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, going to drama writing now. We are moving to drama, yes. And uh, I'm kind of really interested to talk to you about these categories because I think each of us has two shows we really like and are going to be rooting for. I think your two are The Handmaid's Tale and Game of Thrones, and mine are The Crown and The Americans. So it'll because I feel like that's what most of the categories are going to be. So. True. I'm down to duke it out with you.
1: Um, all right. Well, let's start Start with the writing. Um, Take it away. For Game of Thrones, uh, the episode The Dragon and the Wolf, which I believe was the season finale this past year. When the it, dragon, where the and, dragon the and the wolf were, we're in humping. No. <laughs> More descriptive than that was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Uh, yeah Killing Eve Nice face Uh, I've heard very good things about this
0: Yes And written by Phoebe Waller-Bridges Oh Wow Is she acting in it as well? No I think she's just writing and producing
1: Okay Mm -hmm. Alright Stranger Things Chapter 9 The Gate Uh, I believe this is the first season That's the
0: first No that's the first episode of the second season Oh never mind I'm wrong the Americans start, which is the finale, I believe.
1: And the Crown, Mystery Man.
0: Okay, I forget which episode that is.
1: <laughs> the Handmaid's Tale, June. Hmm. uh what are
0: you thinking here, my
1: man? Um. It could very likely go to The Dragon and the Wolf, by <sighs> Game of Thrones. I don't think it deserves it. It probably doesn't deserve it. I don't think Stranger Things will win, though. Nah. I would honestly like to see Killing Eve or The Americans or The Crown win. I think June was probably a good start to th- was that this season. I believe that was the season premiere, the mm-hmm. second season, uh, for The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, but I don't know if it was Emmy writing win worthy.
0: I think this is the only chance The American ha- The Americans has, unless we get a surprise acting win for winning an Emmy. Because it's it's not a show that's on, like, the spectacle or crazy tale of, mm-hmm. you know, some of these other shows like Stranger Things and Game of Thrones. It's literally filmed, you know, on a tight budget in, in you Park know, slope. in Park Swo- Slope and Gowanus. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, so I think where Ameri- The Americans really shines is its writing. And so I'm saying this is what I think will win and what I am rooting for to win.
1: Good to hear it. Mm-hmm. I support you, Kev.
0: Thanks. All right. Uh, next, directing. Mm-hmm. Take it away. We've got Game of Thrones Beyond the Wall, which is where Gendry runs the quickest marathon of all time. Yeah,
1: he ran a marathon in like thirty four minutes. The
0: Raven from the Tower flies at the quickest pace to Dragonstone. Yeah, and, and Danny co- gets on yeah. on the on the dragons and and
1: really gets them roaring up north.
0: And uh, so I hope that doesn't win. <laughs>
1: amazing they survived that long
0: uh and the humping episode again of game of thrones with jeremy P- yes, P- P- thank you uh ozarks the toll jason bateman okay then i guess he's nominated now
1: cool ozarks I like it.
0: tonight we improvise daniel sackheim stranger things chapter nine the gate duffer brothers uh the crown powder uh, with Stephen daldry and *The Handmaid's Tale* after Carrie Skogland. Scol- Skogland. Carrie Skogland. Thank you. Uh, why the hell is Ozarks nominated, man? You watched Ozarks. It's
1: Ozark.
0: Ozark. Not Ozarks. Yeah, it's a good show. Why is it a good show?
1: Because it's well written. It's weird looking. Um, it tells a fun story of a place that I've never been before. Um, it has good characters and actors doing these characters in a way that makes you like them, even though they're doing awful, weird things and they're multi-dimensional characters that do things that you wouldn't expect given who they are. Uh, it's very fun and it's got Jason Bateman doing Jason Bateman.
0: So it's yeah at the helm. It's hard for me to dissociate Michael Bluth from. You oh know, no, he's—he's he's,
1: well, he, he's Michael Bluth with an edge in this one. He's okay, Michael interesting. Bluth, legit, l- helping out the cartel.
0: <laughs> I did a bad thing. I did. Well, I'm just trying to keep this family together. <laughs> is that's, that the that's, Ozarks that's too? That's a little bit <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, mom, I'm just trying to keep the family together.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's good. You should check it out. It's the the lake of the Ozarks is a, an interesting place.
0: And is there always money in the riverboat stand?
1: There's always money in the dockside bar.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, I think The Crown might win this. Us. I wouldn't mind. I mean, it's just so phenomenally directed. It's so pretty to look at. It's so, it's it's a great show. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, do you think maybe anyone from Ozarks or Game of Thrones has a shot?
1: Um potentially the dragon and the wolf again I would say I don't think beyond the wall directing wise gets it um I don't know
0: you know um, just
1: kind of the crapshoot for you logistical thing of like making an episode of game of thrones just impresses me but yeah I try not to be too seduced by that I'd like to see Ozark win but I think the crown would win and I'd be happy um What about it? The Handmaid's Tale wouldn't surprise me either. I don't think I could pick after out of a lineup Mm -hmm. as far as episodes between each other. Um, But I bet if I went back and looked at it, I'd say, yeah, that episode was very fun to watch and very dynamic. Cool. All right, uh, next category guest
0: actress. uh,
1: Is this me? Is this uh, my turn?
0: uh, Whose turn is it? I'll go. I think it's your turn, yeah because I miss...
1: And I love this first one. Diana Rigg as Mm -hmm. Lady Olenna Tyrell in Game of Thrones.
0: Throwing her a nom every year. Always deserves it. Uh,
1: Absolutely. She gets, like, probably five scenes a Mm -hmm. season, if that. Probably not. Mm -hmm. And she died this year. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: I I I have to say, though... Nine months ago. The scene where the Lannisters, like, storm... Or they just show up at the Tyrell castle mm-hmm. and then they do that tracking shot following Jamie like walking along the castle yeah, I get I get such like a, a a filmmaking boner for when the camera follows someone as they walk and the camera's behind them, yeah, like like that when they do those shots like in moonlight, do you remember that? yeah, it was like always falling from behind like. That's always like, oh man, that's such a cool, that's a cool shot. I agree. And that scene I like with it. Jamie and just uh, walking through the tower, conquered. Yeah, and Lady Tyrell when they have that conversation. Yeah. I remember like just being absorbed, and that's probably like, my favorite scene of last season.
1: Yeah, it was it was, it was a very good one, mm-hmm. and you get Diana Rigg doing the like. Lady Terrell with the most barbs ever, mm-hmm. and Jamie Lannister trying to be a good guy mm-hmm. and reacting with horror at the things that she tells him. Yeah. And it's awesome.
0: It is pretty awesome.
1: Next uh, nominee is Cicely Tyson as Ophelia Harkness another in legend. How Get Away with Murder.
0: I didn't I have, we didn't see it, but another legend.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis as Annalise Keating in Scandal. Another legend. <laughs> Kelly Jenret as Annie in the Handmaid's Tale. Mm hmm Um Cherry Jones as Holly Osborne in the Handmaid's Tale.
0: Mm.
1: Oh wow. And Samira Wiley as Moira
0: in the Handmaid's Tale. So any of these uh women stand out of the three nominated for Handmaid's Tale for you? Um
1: Yes. Honestly, Moira's a awesome performance by Samira wiley mm, okay and um i won't spoil it in explicit details but her situation this season is very different from june the main character mm-hmm. um and it's nice to get kind of both sides of the coin so to speak be okay. able to be able to kind of see from multiple di- very different perspectives
0: All right. So you think she's probably the favorite of the handmaid's tale?
1: I would say so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, Cherry Jones does, uh, June's mom, another legend, all these flashbacks. Yeah. Holly Osborne's great. Um, I mean, sorry, Cherry Jones is great. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to see Lady Olena win, but yeah. I also wouldn't mind to see the Handmaid
0: Sale take it for this category. A bunch of legends just duking it out. Viola Davis, great. Mm-hmm. Cicely Tyson. It can't be an award ceremony without Viola Davis being nominated for something. Yeah. <laughs> Every year it's like Tony's, Oscars, <laughs> Emmys. Yeah. Probably an audiobook somewhere, Grammy nomination. You know, I don't even know if award shows are allowed to happen unless Viola Davis is nominated. Alright, let's move on to Outstanding Guest Actor mm-hmm. in a Drama Series. I got uh, F. Murray Abraham as Dara doll in Homeland, which as someone who gave up on Homeland after three seasons, happy to see F. Murray Abraham still in it, apparently. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got uh, Ed Kemper. Uh, I am... Um, Ke- uh,
1: yeah. You know, you, you literally have to cut them from ear to ear.
0: Pizza! <laughs> oh pizza the exiled sandwich isn't too bad here <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cameron Britton is so my, my good mother.
1: as as Ed Camper.
0: And, and I feel like he is like the he, the most social media and the most blogs are probably behind this nominee I would I feel love like. to see it uh Matthew Good as uh Tony Armstrong Jones in The Crown weird that he's guest actor because he's like he's in a lot in a lot he marries the queen's sister Spoiler alert, <laughs> but um, then we got Ron Cephas Jones as William and This Is Us. Uh, we've got Gerald McRaney as Dr. K. guess no name there other than Dr. K, and This Is Us. And uh, a McPoyle, <laughs> Jimmy Simpson as <laughs> Willi- Young William. It should be Young William, but here just says William True. in Westworld. Um, Who do you got, Kev? I would love to see Cameron Britton win. He's so of all the serial killers they interview in Mindhunter, he's just he's like the most the, important the creepiest one. Yeah. The most important to the show, too. Yep. Um just that yeah. You
1: know, mustache. Ugh. Yeah. I wonder what watching This Is Us is like.
0: I mean, I hear it's kinda like emotion porn, but very well done. <laughs>
1: very well done emotion porn
0: like my my my, my mom watches it and she's always like i know i know i watch this is us but i love it (laughs) so it's like one of those shows where you have to be like i know i know i watch it it's like anything on bravo or tlc you're like i know i know i shouldn't watch 90 day Fiance." but it's fascinating as hell. <laughs> and I love it every time I watch it. Are we getting a real take there, Kevin? You might have gotten a little real take there. <laughs> I might have binged it one winter break. That's great.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to see Jimmy Simpson win in this category? No. Okay, me neither. Good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Matthew Good took it too. He's that British actor who's been in like everything. That's been like remotely a British movie. I
1: think he was in um, the Imitation Game. He is, yes. Yeah. Okay, I thought he's,
0: so. He's 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 like the character in the Imitation Game. He's who's like, like, well done. <laughs> <laughs> you might be onto something, Alan. <laughs> good God.
1: Yeah, he's the kind of we're trying to beat the smart, Germans here. Hot douchebag.
0: Yeah, he's yeah he's a very good looking man, who always plays like smart nerd. And he's in the worst movie of all time, according to Mark Kermode, Leap Year.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. That's the worst movie of all time?
0: One of the worst movies of all time. Uh, shall we move on to the big wigs? Oh, wait.
1: It's what? Supporting actress
0: now? Yes. Or the second big, biggest wigs. Yeah. Uh, I believe Small it's your turn. Small hair
1: pieces. All right. For Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series, you have Lena Headey as... It might be Cersei. Heady. Lena Hetty as Cersei Lannister in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Millie Bobby Brown as Eleven in Stranger Things. Vanessa Kirby as Princess Margaret in The Crown. Anne Dowd as Aunt Lydia in The Handmaid's Tale. Chilling role. Mm-hmm. Yvonne Strahovski as Serena Joy in The Handmaid's Tale. Very good. Mm-hmm. Alexis Bledel as Offglin in The Handmaid's Tale. And Thandy Newton. Oh, sorry. Tandy Newton. Mm-hmm. As Maeve in Westworld. Yeah. Now we're really cooking with gas. <laughs> get out of my way, darling. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good, man. That was Maeve for all of you yeah. that don't uh, don't get the Westworld inside jokes. Yeah. What do you think, Kev?
0: Um. I, look, you, I you talked l- about
1: Vanessa Kirby Kirby the other day. I think it's Vanessa Kirby's year. I would love to see it. She was also in um, Mission, Impossible Mission Impossible Fallout. Mission Impossible
0: Fallout, yes. Um, she kind of, I feel like she's like that young British actor who's going to become a household name soon. We had uh, like Riz Ahmed one year. We had Donald Gleason one year. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is Vanessa Kirby's year. Great. Uh, and I honestly, I was, Lena Headey is always fantastic as Cersei. And she's probably like the best, the the one on the show who's still like, do you want, like, I'm it's doing amazing. this 110%.
1: Yeah, it's amazing that mm-hmm. she's been doing the same thing for, like, five years now. Yeah. And it's still just yeah. so good. We still might be the best part of the show.
0: We're still fascinated whenever she drinks wine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know.
1: I could literally just watch Lena Headey mm-hmm. scowl mm-hmm. at me and drink wine for, like, two and a half hours.
0: I, l- I love that image of you explaining what you do at your work. To, to a Lena Headey who doesn't care And just drinks red wine across from you At the dinner table <laughs> At the
1: dinner table She's yeah. like normal clothes or like Cersei Queen, Queen Cersei clothes
0: You wearing shorts <laughs> And a running t-shirt <laughs> And her dressed as funeral Cersei <laughs> In all black, all black Short haircut Yeah
1: <laughs> and like a green like Mm -hmm. pendant or something
0: so when these pharmaceutical companies
1: (laughs) 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 oh boy Mm -hmm. um Alexis Bledel is good as Offglen in The Handmaid's Tale so
0: if you had to pick of the three Handmaid's Tale which one you think has the best shot (sighs) and Dowd won last year so it could be a repeat for her
1: yeah, I don't know. I think there's more from the Serena Joy character this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it might be hers uh, out of all the Handmaid's Tale nominees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would never consider Millie Bobby Brown out of the contest, though she kind of did have a smaller role this season. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I don't think I'd be d- disappointed with any pick of this of this crew.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think every single one of these women brings a lot to the show they're on mm-hmm. and deserves it.
1: All right, you want to take outstanding supporting actor?
0: Yes, sir. We've got Nikolai coster Waldau as Jamie Lannister on Game of Thrones.
1: Literally, all the Lannisters are, are mm-hmm. getting noms.
0: Yeah. Peter Dinklage from Tyrion Lannister. Uh, or as Tyrion Lannister. From Tyrion Lannister as Game of Thrones. I'm sorry, HBO just informed me that there will be a Tyrion Lannister (laughs) spinoff called uh, Times of Tyrion. Drinking and fucking. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, look forward to that. That's the spinoff that they greenlit at HBO. (laughs) Uh, Mandy Patinkin, another... (laughs) Mandy (laughs) Patinkin. As Saul from uh, Homeland. Once again... As someone who gave up on Homeland and after the third season, glad to see Saul still in it and kicking.
1: I can't see writing Manny Patinkin out of a show to be a good
0: decision for one's career. Mm-hmm. Uh We've got David Hoffer at David Harbor as <laughs> Jim Hopper. Oh come on, dude. Let's try this again. David Harbor as uh chief. Chief. <laughs> as Chief, aka Jim Hopper in Stranger Things. We have Matt Smith playing Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, in *The Crown*, and uh, Joseph Fiennes, brother of Ray Fiennes, true as Commander Waterford in *The Handmaid's Tale*.
1: Matt Smith looks like a doll.
0: <laughs> he looks like uh, that photo of him on the site we're watching looks like someone purposefully, like really worked hard to pick the right Instagram filter to try to make him look like James Dean
1: yeah Mm -hmm. i I would have to agree his hair is perfectly parted and quaffed Mm -hmm. and it pisses me off yeah it really and it's everything is just so Mm -hmm. geometrical yeah whatever
0: i got this weird feeling johnny with this category and call me crazy
1: it's gonna be david harbour i'd love to see it
0: yeah i think the game of thrones people count cancel each other out yep um and uh, weirdly enough, I think if any of them has a better shot, it's Nikolai Koster-Waldau. Because Tyrion didn't really have much this year, other than to be like, Danny, don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're right. You're very right. Yeah. I, th- I think that probably is a safe bet. Go to Vegas, folks. Mm-hmm. Put some money on it.
0: If it's good odds?
1: This might be the safest category yet.
0: Well, this might be the category that has, like, David Harbour has better odds. That's true. It might be the best bet. I guess
1: we'll... We'll have to check on that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the next category, lead actress. Sorry. Now we're in the big wigs. Yeah. We've arrived. Sandra Oh as Eve Polastri in Killing Eve.
0: Worse, uh, worth saying, the first Asian-American actress to be nominated for lead actress in a drama category. Why it took so long, I don't know, but good on her.
1: Awesome. Tatiana Maslany as Sarah Manning, Helena, Allison Hendricks, Simon Rachel yadda 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 from yadda Orphan yadda Black. Yadda 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 Carrie Russell as Elizabeth Jennings from The Americans. Mm-hmm. Claire Foy as Queen Elizabeth II from The Crown. Elizabeth Moss as Alfred and June Osborne from The Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. And Evan Rachel Wood as Dolores from Westworld. Dolores? This world. Dolores? Have you ever seen so much splendor?
0: It's a false It's a false but, haven.
1: Killed them all, Teddy. <laughs> 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 Teddy. Well, that's very interesting, Bernard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't a very good. Uh, what's her name?
0: Uh. Anyway, Kevin, Dolores. what do you oh,
1: no? What do you think about this this category? Oh,
0: that was that was the. Uh, the um, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte Hale, who was Dolores for a little while. Oh, wait, shit. Sorry, all. <laughs> Don't want to spoil Westworld.
1: (laughs) True. All right, who Uh, you got? Who you got? I've only seen Elizabeth Moss and Evan Rachel Wood. Mm. So I feel like you might have a better perspective on this.
0: Well, I think, I mean, Elizabeth Moss won last year, I believe, for Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. I mean, do you think it was the same caliber performance as the first season? Or do you think that first season arguably better? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, then she's probably up against uh, Claire Foy from The Crown. I think because The Crown, I don't know if you know this, Johnny, is uh, doing a time jump, so they're getting new actors and actresses. Oh. Yeah, for the third and fourth seasons. Really? So it's going to be, it's like young queen in the 50s and 60s jumping to older middle-aged queen in the late 70s, early 80s, and then it's going to be modern-day Elder Queen. And guess who they want to be the Elder Queen?
1: Dame Helen Mirren.
0: Yep. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. And she's she's being so coy. She's like, I don't know if I'm going to do it. And the world's like, do it! <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be Elizabeth Moss. If you're saying the performance was just as good, if not better. Fine by me. Yeah.
1: All right. Lead actor.
0: All right. All right. All right here we go once again yes how yes jason bateman
1: as marty bird in ozark
0: it's honestly a good
1: performance you need to watch it okay you gotta watch it all right i'll try talk about it
0: uh matthew reese as philip uh in the americans love it sterling k brown as randall pearson in this is us Milo Ventimiglia, yo. (laughs) (laughs) That was. There's no O's in his name. As Jack Pearson in This Is Us, Ed Harris as the Man in Black. Oh, so
1: that's interesting. They call him the Man in Black, but Jimmy Simpson
0: gets to be William. William. Uh. I don't know. And Jeffrey Wright as Bernard. 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 Damn it, Bernard
1: best scene Westworld this year is the one where ford is just randomly out in the woods mm-hmm. making a scene with bears and indians and akichita just walks up oh the akichita sure. episode was the best this year
0: that one was so good and i i saw people giving that episode shit like that's what Westworld should be but over the 10 episodes
1: just like a bunch of weird yeah. random yeah just episodes where you're
0: just like one character the whole time yeah. figuring out what's going on with them. Seeing their loop, understanding their loop. I, who the hell knows where the damn show's going to go? Yeah.
1: I would love to see it turn into that though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I will stand absolutely for Jason Bateman mm-hmm. as Marty Bird in Ozark. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, uh, we're just going to have to launder some money for our cartel and we're going to have to go to a big old lake
0: community to do that. We're going to find some businesses to launder the money through and then we're going to figure it out. And that's when Marty Bird knew he needed to start a new business. <laughs> Ron Howard doesn't narrate the show, right? <laughs> no, come on, it's a Netflix show. It's not Arrested Development.
1: You need to watch it.
0: Arkansas is proving pretty difficult for Marty. It's, Bird. it's Missouri, okay. Oh, Missouri, sorry. Uh
1: any any other thoughts, Kevin?
0: I'm ruined for Matthew Reese so hard f- as Philip. Same with Kerry Russell. There's a scene where philip this isn't a spoiler is doing that do you remember in like the 80s and 90s you could go to like arcades and like fun palaces and they would have the cars you could race with a remote control that was on a track yeah i think so yeah there's a scene where he's racing with that car and the car keeps flipping over because he's going too fast so like the teenager has to come and like flip it back and put it up back on the track and Mm -hmm. philip is with his son and his son's just like What's going on with you and mom? What's going on? Like, everything's pretty crazy. Are you getting a divorce? And his car flips over for the, like, seventh time. And Philip just goes, fuck! <laughs> 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 and it is the funniest, <laughs> best acting I think I saw, like, this past, so far this year. Like, him just watching his race car flip over for the hundredth time and just going, fuck! Fuck! <laughs> I, it, it, that scene that alone me. I
1: like the character. I've yeah. watched some episodes with you mm-hmm. asynchronously. Yeah, and I've enjoyed the Elizabeth and mm-hmm. and um, crap. I forget the yeah. male character's name. Uh, oh, Carrie Russell? No, the Matthew Reese. What's
0: Philip? Philip. Yeah. Philip
1: and Elizabeth. Philip and Elizabeth. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, let's move on to outstanding drama series. Here we go,
0: the last category and probably the biggest probably. one of
1: the whole night Yep, most likely uh, Let's let's switch off for this one, huh? Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones on HBO Stranger Things, Netflix The Americans from FX The Crown, Netflix
0: Handmaid's Tale from Hulu I'm sorry, I know, This Is Us, <laughs> NBC And Westworld from HBO Are you surprised? I have to get your take on this I know we're running long Are you surprised Westworld is in here?
1: No, not at
0: all. Okay. I'm a little surprised. Do I think surprised. it's going to win? No.
1: No. <laughs> not by any... <laughs> That's the first one you knock it. off this list for who, sure.
0: Who won last year? I believe The Handmaid's Tale. Ah. Uh. hmm But remember, Game of Thrones wasn't eligible last year because it started in the summer. So... Honestly, I, th- I feel like
1: Game of Thrones is almost just beyond needing to win awards. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it probably should and and can for, like, uh, sound editing and, like, um, you know, more of the the technical technical stuff, certainly, Um, and costuming, certainly. Uh, Did I already say that? Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like it's just its own category at this point. And I don't know if that's just me as someone who's
0: watched the show
1: for so long, Mm -hmm. but...
0: Well, know. you just hear about, like, this upcoming season for Game of Thrones. It's going to be, like, six movies. Six episodes, and, ranging anywhere in time, apparently, from, like, 65 minutes to two hours. Yeah. It's it's not... It, it, I think after season four, it became less of a TV show and more of, like, a, you know, a must-view event. Like a limited series that yeah. came every year. Yeah. Like, it was, like, more like... You're going to want to watch this episode and this episode. It's crazy. And guess what's coming? That episode nine. Yeah, wink, wink. 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 But guess what? It might not be episode nine this year. You're going to have to just watch and find out which one. Yeah. Like, they could literally... HBO should have done a promo that was like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Game of Thrones is back. Catch it here and more, nowhere else. More wine, your grace. Only on HBO. <laughs> like, it, it's it's that's what this new season is going to be it's going to be like are are you are you ready for another game of thrones movie
1: that's honestly i'm i'm so i can do that for six weeks <laughs> i know i can i promise
0: so do you think just game of thrones probably isn't going to win then i or do you I, think I because think of that because of that cultural impact it could win because it won for season five or six and you know that's when it kind of reached the spectacle event, you know, big Sunday watch stage. Mm. But The Handmaid's Tale, in your opinion? I would
1: prefer The Handmaid's Tale to win mm. between those two. Yeah. Well, we're calling Westworld out. I'm gonna say This Is Us is out.
0: Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I think mind to the, the Americans
1: is- win. You don't think you don't think it's gonna happen?
0: Well, I just think, like I said earlier in the podcast, it's just you know a tiny show filmed in Brooklyn. You know, it can't compete against the. World building of like *Handmaid's Tale* and *Stranger, Stranger Things, Things* and yeah. yeah, *Game of Thrones* obviously. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the crown snuck in there and was kind of like a, fuck you, fuck you. Couldn't decide between *Handmaid's Tale* and *Game of Thrones*, and so I snuck in here. Yeah, sneaking into your Emmys.
1: Netflix. Mm-hmm. Taking them home.
0: Yeah, that would be yeah. Netflix. I uh, wouldn't
1: mind to see that.
0: Yeah. It'll well, be it'll be interesting, man. I, I'm looking forward to. After the Emmys happened, going back over everything with you and seeing what we're surprised with, because I mean, we are big, huge TV watchers, mm-hmm. and you know we really love episodic TV and love like watching shows together and being like, "Yo, watch this episode." And yeah, it, it, it even though we've got all these streaming stuff, you know, it is still fun to watch a lot of these shows with your friends. For sure. And uh, I always do enjoy watching with you.
1: I got to tell you, I think, based on this review that we've done, I feel like I'm more interested in the comedy side. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think there's more shows that I feel more strongly about on that side. Which are? Barry, Atlanta. um, uh, Marvelous
0: um, Miss Maisel, for me. Yeah, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think... you know, this isn't a new thing, but I think because T V isn't twenty two minutes with three commercial breaks comedy wise anymore. Yeah. That it can be something like the freaking Teddy Perkins episode in Atlanta. Or it can be as Or it can
1: be that episode of Mr. Robot which is just forty five minutes just
0: straight straight up. Yeah. Or it could be a two hour spectacle on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Or it could be a subject matter where the funniest scene is Someone freaking out because they killed their best friend on Barry, <laughs> like because they're becoming so differently defined. Yeah, that's what I think is more exciting with comedy is it's not structured around commercial breaks anymore in network television. Yeah, and that's when you can get that a lot more things. fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, uh, Kevin, if you have any final notes, um, I, I, I think we've done it. I'm I'm excited for the Emmys now. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to watch them. We'll review later. Uh, the
0: next... Do we have a next TV show that we're watching? Or, sorry, um, next movie that we're watching? Or next bad movie? Remember, as you said at the start of this podcast, we don't want to dive into TV too much, or whatever you said. Yeah. This won't be a TV-centric this won't be episode. not much of a TV episode. Mm-hmm. Um... We, next we have up the Toxic Avenger.
1: Oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah,
0: that, that one. So
1: we should have two podcasts out next week, definitely. Yes. The Toxic Avenger was a fun watch. With a special guest. We already watched. With a, with a special watched. friend guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so keep uh keep your heads up out there listeners they're they're coming your way thank you for listening uh we love sharing this with you we love watching tv so keep coming back and uh we'll keep talking into microphones
0: go jessica biel for
1: kevin hill i'm johnny lake this is the kicking and streaming podcast and we'll see you later jessica biel